Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for listening. You are locked into episode 198. Can you believe it? Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. Two guys that have never met in real life. Social distancing for a long time. My name's Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host is Mr. John M. Craig. And I live in Redback, New Jersey. That's where I am right now. A little bit tethered uh, here for a little bit because uh, we had a little uh, incident, a medical event with my son, Cameron, 18, a freshman at Boston College. And about four weeks in, he uh, apologized. There's a cat climbing on my desk. Wants to be close to me. I want to move him before he knocks over my water and changes everything. Hold on one second. Sorry. Sorry. Got to be real precarious. He's quiet, though. He's being quiet. Anyway, um, <laughs> is so Cameron uh, was up at Boston College, and uh, it was uh, two weeks ago Wednesday night. So today is Tuesday, October 6th. So I don't know what day it was, uh, September 26th or something, whatever. It was the end of September two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was uh, riding his skateboard, a longboard. I've never known him to be a great skateboarder. Um, but he was, I guess he can, well, ride it sometimes. But he was uh, going down a hill, and it was a little bit steeper than he had expected. He caught some speed and uh, he got a little nervous and so he bailed because he thought he was going to like totally wipe out and he landed on his left foot before he tumbled he got scraped up his elbow but he uh, he ended up breaking his femur his left femur ouch and so as you I believe know the femur is the uh, the bone above the above the knee connected to the hip and it is the largest and one of the strongest bones in yes. your body not and an easy the, thing to break on the on the game operation yes this is the easiest easiest one to uh get points off of uh in in, in operation because without buzzing the guy's nose yeah it's a big it's a big ass bone there you can you can pull right out yeah. but so, uh, it's not one you want to break right so he uh he has been home since uh, Sunday, uh, not this past Sunday, the week before. So he's been home Sunday night to Sunday, about about nine or ten days. He's not happy about it. College wasn't great to begin with, with, you know, COVID restrictions and everything. It was okay. I mean, at 18, it sure as hell beats being in your parents' house. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he's a little down, and he's experiencing a lot of pain, and he's on pain meds, and uh, nights can be really tough. He had surgery, right? Not, he did. Not he had, just right. the so he had surgery. So the, the says like the accident happened uh, two weeks ago, Wednesday. Tomorrow, two weeks ago. But when you're listening to this, it's moot. So end of September, and then one night later in the hospital in Boston, and uh, he got uh, he had the surgery where they go into the leg and they put in some screws and and. Uh, Put it. They put it. Basically, put like a titanium rod to like fuse the bone. You know, to like wow. bring it together, and that just stays in there. You know, you'll have to have a letter when you travel. Not that traveling a thing is a thing right now, but you'd have to have a letter for the TSA because every time you go through a detector, you're gonna set it off. Gonna set the whole thing off. So he's gonna probably have to. He'll, he'll get uh, the, the yeah, TSA. Whatever. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure pass. it happens all the time. You know. Yeah. So. Um, so do you know? Uh, Okay, so I think the Boston Marathon goes. Boston College is in. Uh, it's in the, Newton. The, Newton. Newton. I think the Boston Marathon goes through Newton, doesn't it? I, I think. Know. I would imagine it does. Yeah. I think I mean, it does. I, I think like Commonwealth Avenue or something like that. Did you ever run the Boston Marathon? I I I haven't. I I qualified a couple times and didn't run it, and uh, which is kind of something I've always thought. Why the hell didn't I ever? Didn't I ever do it after after uh, you know? Yeah. being eligible which is uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, they, they used to call the Boston Marathon and it still is the 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 uh, it's kind of the runners marathon you, you there's a qualifying time and 
uh, for a while there, there were so many people that were trying to run marathons that uh, it got really overly crowded for a period of time. And you had to, not only did you have to run the Boston Qualifier time for your age group, but um, then they had... Usually they, they, they would add like a, maybe it had to be even like 10 minutes faster than that. They would, they would add this qualifying time that was even a little bit faster. And there was sort of a, uh, a uh, system set up where um, they would let people with a certain qualifying time sign up once the, once the date was hit where you, could, where you could sign up. And then they would um, slowly let the slower people in. But you still had to be kind of a little bit quicker. To, you know, we had to qualify. So it was, you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal. It, it's, a, it's a big event. But I know it goes right through Newton. At least I thought it did for some reason. Yeah. But anyway, so he's, he's recovering at, uh, in the pool house there. Well, he, it's a combination. He's splitting his time. One of the reasons that it's been challenging for me, even though I have a lot of time right now because I'm like tethered and is that when so he spent probably half his time here in the pool house he started the first few nights here and then he's able to do stairs but it's painful sometimes uh and he's gone up to his room and he's kind of gone up in his room and his bed's more comfortable close the door and i mean he sleeps in a bed here but it's like lower to the ground it's just a box spring and a twin mattress so it was a little bit easier in the beginning so he's sort of om- almost arbitrary where he where he is, you know. Right. And uh, if he's in here, though, e- even now, right now at uh, like ten forty-five my time, you know, it, it wouldn't be surprising if I got a call, you know, from he he or his mom, you know. I mean, for the most part, it's just giving him meds before he goes to bed, and then just kind of being there, you know. But there's not too much you can do when he's just sort of like crying and writhing in pain. Yeah. And I, you know, I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced the kind of pain that he's experiencing, you know, and it's it's from the, it's from the tear of the muscles from the bone breaking. Cause it was, I didn't see the x-rays, but the apparently, and camera hasn't either, but, uh, he heard them talking about it and saying it was pretty brutal, but, uh, so anyway, so, uh, yeah, he's, he's in the house, in his bedroom and uh, I just said goodnight to him before we started recording, and uh, it was, I don't know, it made me sad. Yeah, yeah it's it's tough. You know, usually, a lot of times if you have a major injury like that, at first you'd think somebody would be in the most god awful pain, and, and and I'm not saying that that you're not, but there's there's a weird thing that happens where you you go into so much pain, sometimes your body like flips into the, this uh, this state where it doesn't hurt as bad because you, you, you've just gone into this like major, like uh, sort of like a, an overload thing. And um, then later when everything uh, kind of, you know, you, you settle into the idea of what's going on. And then the, you know, they, they, like you said, the, the idea that, you know, you realize that you've had this, this major injury with this tearing and breaking and, you know, all that stuff. And then that, that's where the, the uh, tough part of it uh, really starts to, settle in so yeah that's that's uh that's pretty crazy to to go through so he's gonna be so what's the situation is he thinking uh you know go back to school go go back back. you know so it's a and it's a process because you know you can have a medical leave of absence and you know i think there's a law protecting students uh, you know in terms of the college not being able to charge them like I, i i i think it's one of those things where they can take the money, freeze the money, and just you basically lose the time and move. It would move to the next semester. Next semester, because you're going to be behind right. in classes. Right. And, and right. So you get behind in classes, and there's this. So, you know, I kind of did my best to leave that on the table when I spoke to the uh, associate, uh, the associate dean for student affairs. Now, yeah, is know, but, yeah is is that sco- is Boston College? Is that a is that is is Catholic based? Is that what it is? It's Jesuit. 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 The, the smart so Catholics. Catholics. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the, Catholics, yeah. but aren't they the really well-educated, intelligent ones? I'm just saying uh, that because my son goes to that school and we're not currently I, Catholic. Well, it's as okay. So I, um, I knew more about this. I, I, I read a couple books about the about the whole Jesuit thing. There's, there's a different. Uh, uh, maybe, yeah, you, you might be right. There, there's, there's a. Um, there's a different uh, philosophy among the Jesuits uh, than maybe mainstream Catholics, for sure. Whether it's more intelligent, I don't know. I see that they have a library called the Thomas P. O'Neill Jr. Library. I think that's Tip O'Neill. Is that Tip O'Neill they named the library after? Maybe. Maybe. Is that the, maybe. 
So y- y- the thing that happens with, and I am Irish, so I, I'm really aware of this, is uh, generally when, when, when uh, we, we, the Irish, when we age, when we get older, our heads get really large. We, we, we're, we're large-headed people anyway. We have these, these oddly shaped uh, bodies that sometimes we're, we're fat and, and we just have a large head that kind of fits on our head. But um, Tip O'Neill, God damn, that guy had a huge head, if, if that's the, the guy they named the library after. They, they could just called it the big head library, the bobblehead, like a, like a bobblehead thing. You, you get these giant Irish fucking heads. We just get these, it, it's, it's a strange thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I see that it's named after him. I'm looking at the map. I don't know. It's not telling me anything about wh- wh- where the marathon goes. Oh, he but. was born. Tip O'Neill was born in 1912. Died was in he? Okay. Yeah. And he, he was at the end of, uh, you know, Speaker a lot of, of us. house uh, under Reagan, I believe. Yeah. And uh, he was he was against, against Reagan, really. But um, that was in the, the old days of politics when... When Tip O'Neill could, um, you know, they could, they would be having a war, uh, you know, just like politics has now. They 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 they'd be doing their political, uh, you know, infighting stuff, uh, and, and then when the clock hit five o'clock or whatever, they decided to. They'd all go have a beer. They'd all they'd all go drink together. And when I say they all, I mean the the Republicans and the Democrats and everybody would get together afterwards, and they 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 could all. Uh, Agree to disagree. You know, they they could they could all um, in, in in the the old school of of politics. Uh, there was that that thing where you know they they knew that it was a fight, and they fought for what they thought was right. But um, they they still the, the idea that we're gonna you know we're gonna shut you guys down for the rest of all eternity and you can oh, die yeah. in hell. Oh, I mean now it's stuff. now it's an, it's a game. It's a a political, I wouldn't even call it a chess game. Uh it's more like a a, a political game of I don't know if it's dodgeball. What how would it be really? It's just dumb. It's I it deathmatch really, 2000. It's it's so frustrating and it's yeah. happening right now and you know and again I I didn't really want to talk about politics but I'm I'm really blown away that it's uh, a week. Was it? Is it a week since the debate? When was the debate? When it last seems Wednesday? like it, this it is feels okay. like four years. It feels like four years. It really does. Yeah, it, it was really like does. I can't believe what he did to Hillary. Oh no, I mean, I can't believe it was like it, it was it, it it was a farce. <laughs> it was a it was an embarrassing farce, right? It was and, and Trump a lot of yelling, a lot of yelling, tr- a lot Trump, of yelling. Trump could have could have walked away from that thing if he had just shut his fucking mouth he just went too far he went too far and i'm not a fan of his and you know that if you listen yes, to the show yeah, as a yeah. as an individual as a person as a it's all of it it's insane and so you're watching that thing and it's just like what the fuck is he doing you know and, and it's like and then what happens he gets covid Wait a second. He, the guy who the whole White House has COVID. And, Everybody and like, in the White and House. He sh- and he and like we got a break for a couple of days. Like it was just what he's like. And then and then he went and then he puts his mask on and does a drive by, like to for his base <laughs> where they are supporting him because yeah, he's the, can't get like, any weirder, can it? And can you're it? like, what? What? He's doing the Bible stunt now with COVID? No. So, so I, I I got the I got my ballot uh, my mail in ballot today and I was surprised I was really super surprised because uh, I thought there were going to be three names under the under the president and vice president to vote for because right. I knew that Trump you know and Pence were, were going to be there I know Biden and Harris were going to yep, be there yep, yep. and and I and I knew that because it's Iowa we somehow lucked out and we got Kanye West and and he's and? running. His running mate, Michelle Tidball. No, what? what? <laughs> Kanye, no. West, Kanye West is running with a person named Michelle Tidball. Uh, She's my a wife, She is a preacher. My wife and, um, and her friends uh, did some research tonight and uh, found out that Michelle Tidball, if you, want to get a, uh, if you want to get a counseling session with her, she charges $65 per hour. Uh, she, I guess, apparently Michelle Tidball, T-I-D-B-A-L-L, uh-huh. has um, has said uh, basically that she really doesn't know Kanye and doesn't really, uh, she hasn't um, officially said she wants to be his running mate, but she's nonetheless listed as as his running mate because uh, biblical he's, life coach. 
Yes, biblical life coach is is her is her thing, and you can, you can get a session with her. But um, okay, so we've got Kanye and Michelle, but also on the ballot, I was surprised to see we've got a uh, we've got a Libertarian Party candidate, Joe Jorgensen, a woman. Uh, there's the Green Party, Howie Hawkins. We also have something called the the Alliance Party is on the Iowa ballot. And this, uh, I'm not sure you say this first name, R-O-Q-U-E, Roque, Roque, Rocky, but it's it's Roque, Rocky, De La Fuente is on the Alliance Party uh, ballot. We have somebody from the Constitution Party of Iowa that made the ballot, a guy named Don Blankenship. And uh, then it gets weirder. I, I thought, I was sure when I looked at this that Kanye West was going to be the weirdest thing on the ballot, but it, it, it gets stranger because we have a genealogy Know Your Family History Party. <laughs> genealogy Know Your Family History Party with a candidate called Ricky Sue King. And uh, then there's a, another guy listed, Brock Pierce and Carla Ballard are listed as well, and they have no party. And so there's like nine. How I've got did like, these people get on the ballot? I'm no fucking clue. I was looking at this and going, I, 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 I thought it was kind of hard to get on the ballot, but there's like nine of them. So, and then of course you got the write-in thing. Um, is there enough time? I mean, serious. In the next, what is it? How many days is it? Twenty-five days? Twenty-seven days? Yeah, yeah. Is there enough time to make a documentary about all of these other <laughs> candidates? No. Like, like, no, no. Seriously, is there enough time to be like, what exactly were you thinking? What is like, the no no? What is your honestly? Please tell me. Are, are you it, it, because they would all say yes to the documentary, wouldn't they? Because think, obviously they want attention. They want something because they none of them can be so delusional that they think they could win. If you would yes, I would think that Ricky Sue King of the genealogy know your family history party would want to be on the documentary. I think she she'd want to be in. Oh my god! And, and I don't know. I, I just I tried to look up that uh, Michelle Tidball. And, uh, I mean, she looks like a Michelle Tidball. Like, she's a, a, a white woman who appears to be around 60-ish. She could yeah. be older. She could be a little younger, but I can't tell. She's got right. dark, dark black hair, blue eyes, and she's got, like, this almost perpetual smile, face pulled back. It's a weird a weird look. And then I just saw something about TMZ. She's from Wyoming. Uh, she has an odd take on mental health, and there was, a, I guess, a podcast or some audio recording of her talking about that uh, if you just wake up, make your bed, and do the dishes, you'll be better. Now, again, that's out of context, and that's just what I read on TMZ. I don't know this woman. She's a biblical life coach, which I don't know if you have to be a biblical figure to be coached by her. Uh, I don't know. Uh, So it's – I I haven't seen my ballot yet, right? So – I haven't seen a New Jersey ballot, and or one that's specific to my county. Um, I don't. I hope I get it soon because my. I I think I can vote in person at the elementary school that my children went to. That I hope. Yes, that's where I'm going. Well, I didn't think uh, because I we had okay, so we had a, we had a mix up here in Iowa. The, the Somebody um, had f- the, we first we received these uh, the, the application for the absentee ballot. Um, they uh, there was a bunch of stuff that was filled out ahead of time on it, and all you had to do was kind of basically there was a couple check boxes and you needed to sign it. And so I sent that in, and then there was a notice that came back and said um, you need to fill out this second one. There was something goofed up on the first one, so I did that one too. And then there was uh, some, some news articles, some stuff that came out and said. Um, that the uh, somebody I think it was the I think it was actually the Trump campaign that said um, the way that was was uh, set up they they had an issue with it for some reason I don't know why uh, it was maybe a situation where some people um, didn't do it correctly or something I don't know they they thought it was going to cause issues so um, it sounded like the deal was off and then there was like a week period where all of a sudden I kept getting like every day uh, Rachel and I would get like eight or nine of these uh, of these uh, you just fill this out uh, this this stuff and we're going to give you the absentee ballot uh, of where those were coming from I don't know um, there were um, 
out-of-state groups and and special interest uh, places, I believe, that were trying to get those to you to make sure that they went to the right place. So I said, I'm not going to fill one out. I'll just go the day of. Screw it. I'll just just figure it out, and I'll just go the the day of. And then I got this notice that said my my application had been accepted, and I I was going to receive it. So I'm still a little confused. I know Trump's making a big deal out of the idea that uh, there's going to be uh, there's going to be things that happen that are going to because of these these ballots that it's going to be a mess and he may be right I don't know well, he, um, he may be but I mean essentially he's just setting it up he's setting it up he, oh and yeah every yeah. bet and sure. he has been for a while and, right and he's incredibly strategic about it it's it's a it's a win win for him even if he loses okay I, and he's and he's made it very clear he's not going anywhere. No, I well, I I don't know that too many people would expect that on November fourth we're going to have an answer because oh no no and yeah. and in in previous years I have watched election election returns uh, and you know if, if it's if it's an uh, Republican incumbent like I'll watch MSNBC and if it's a uh, Democratic uh, incumbent. I will watch Fox because I figure when Fox calls it for the Republican, I mean for the Democrat, and when MSNBC calls it for the Republican, you know you got your answer. You're good, right? Because right. they don't want to, right? There was that one year where they were just holding out. I can't remember what year it was. I was watching uh, Obama's second term, I think, and I can't remember was it Cheney or so, no? I, I, one of one of Bush's guys was on and losing his mind (laughs) like the like the fox analysts were telling him he was wrong and he was like nope nope (laughs) yeah i remember what it was he just uh i just can't remember who it was uh but yeah i i i like i didn't want to watch that debate uh and i wasn't around where i could watch it because i was driving so i was listening to it Oh, that would have been really. And, that would have been worse because and, it was. It's hard to watch, uh, but just listening to it. Would listening have been, to yeah. it was infu- was infuriating, and I'm sure that watching it was just as infuriating. But I'm like, holy fuck, man, Mike Wallace, Chris, what is his name? Chris, Chris Wallace? Wallace, Mike Wallace's son, who he's a Fox guy, but yeah, he's not he necessarily lost, lost a, control. But he, compl- he had zero control. Yeah, and and and. Trump was just, and he was just trying to rattle, you know, just, it was like, just, just punching him in the, in the temple. He just kept hitting him. I'm going to hit him in the brain. And Trump was, you know, just if you, when you're watching it, Trump looked very cocky. He was very smiley, very, you know, like he's, he was messing with people. Um, uh, you know, Biden did look, I, I, you know, just, just looking at the two, Biden did look more frustrated, more lost, more, more, um, more out of control, I guess, during the whole thing. Yeah, he told them, shut up, man. And he called yeah. them more than once. Yes. And he called them and he called them uh, a clown. clown. And, and it was yeah. like, it was almost like he was, he was like an aside. It was almost like it was like mystery science. Like it was like he was watching the debate and just making commentary. You know what I mean? Like right, so right. disconnected and weird, yes, especially on the strange. radio. It was, it was strange. Just like, it, 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 so anyway, so you're like, what the fuck? And when Saturday Night Live had their season opener this past Saturday night, they they had um, Bald Alec Baldwin play Trump, of course, right. and they had Jim. It was Jim Carrey. They'd had two cast members in the past play him. Um, Biden, and they had uh, Woody Harrelson last year played Biden. This time, Jim Carrey played, and Jim Carrey hates Trump, hates him, and does these like cartoons mm-hmm. like, uh, against him all the time. And uh, and he really wanted to do it, and it was he was so Jim Carrey, but he started to look like him, and he like his face started to morph like him. It was kind of fascinating, but also eerie. But the <laughs> thing that was strange about it was that too much time had passed, and Trump had already tested positive for coronavirus so doing a parody of this thing that actually happened that was more sad than funny and just fucked up and and like right right like forget about your politics how do you walk away from that regardless of who if you were decided walking into that debate and you watch that debate how could you feel good about this 
It doesn't make this country look good. It doesn't. It 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 it's. It feels like, and it's not just about the pandemic, but of course that doesn't help at all. It sort of escalates everything, but it's. It just feels like everything right now. It's. He's. I mean, I feel like he's. Trump is the anti-president in, t- in every everything he does. It's. It's. He's like the reality TV president. With well, the for drive sure. By. Yeah. I mean, like, and even the thing, like, you almost forget about the uh, fucking the 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 driving in the SUV with the mask, you know, in the with the Secret Service waving to his base, you know, supporters. Is that because then he goes to the White House last night and he comes on the balcony? Apparently, I don't, I didn't see it, but apparently he made multiple entrances into the White House that were filmed. I, it's like a whole. It's so, and then it's and. Just even the speeches, like to not be afraid, don't let this rule your life, and be like, dude, you have zero. And he's like, he understands it. He has this personal experience because of all this, and, and he still sounds terrible. It sounds like he has a really <laughs> bad cold. He doesn't sound like himself. So, uh, did you see this article? Uh, it was, and, and it, this article was October fifth, which was yesterday. It feels like forever ago. It's from Vanity Fair. I don't know how valid any of this is. And the headline says, Don Jr. thinks Trump is acting crazy. The president's COVID joyride has the family divided. Okay, have you seen Donnie Jr. at the Republican campaign who looked like he was on Adderall, but more likely cocaine? (laughs) I'm not saying he was. It just appeared like his eyes were fired up. That, his... Son is saying that about him. He but is Trump he? is acting crazy. Um, and, and, you know, uh, he, Don said, I'm not going to be the only one to tell him he's acting crazy. You know what it sounds like? Right out of succession. Well, it yeah. Sounds out of the TV show Succession. That well, yeah, could be. It's I, I, so yeah. weird. It's like, and I'm not saying any of this is true. It's just surreal what we're looking at. And it's going to be the longest 27 days to that election. It is, it is weird to know what, you know, okay, so obviously there are, there, there's no doubt there, there are a lot of news agencies and, and a, lot of, a, lot of, uh, um, a lot of reporting that's, that's definitely skewed in a direction where, they, where they're trying to damage Trump, you know, for, for a lot of reasons. You know, either, either they're just left-leaning to begin with or they've decided along. And I, I think that there's some places like the Associated Press as an example, even Reuters, um, some, some of the uh, news agencies that I think that have grown so tired of his sh- bullshit that over the course of uh, a few years, uh, you know, that they have they they've started to lean uh, towards that direction as well. Where I, where where I don't think initially maybe they were necessarily even four years ago. But I ran across this um, I ran across this uh, this uh, news agency. I was just looking for it now. Um, that it's. They they do a good job. Does this? And I'm trying to find out what it's called. Uh, I should uh, be able to pull this up. But um, anyway, they um, it, what they do is they've got this chart and they've they've laid out um, they've laid out all of the all of the news organizations, basically all of the websites and news organizations, and they've made this chart and they've go okay. There's these guys on the left and these there these guys well on the far left. These guys on the kind of left. Here's the center. Here's the kind of right, and here's the very right. And so when they report stuff, um, they they will tell you as they, as they list a, a a news story, they'll say it'll begin with left, and so it'll tell you what the left is saying about this or what the right is saying about this. But if you look at some of these, you know, some of these publications, um, if you were to say, okay, if if I want to believe something that's down the middle and is reporting something that's that's actually true, um, I should look in the middle here and everything everything else. Okay, if I'm looking at the left, the the um, the New York Times, the Washington Post, Slate, blah 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 blah. There's a lot of those that always 100 percent of the time, no matter what they're reporting about the president, or no no matter what they're reporting about politics, it's always got a left skew. So you can look at that as being um, credible and real because it's the New York Times or it's the Washington Post. You can say eh, it's 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 newsish, 
but it's 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 got a point of view and it's got an it's got an attitude and it's got something about it that's trying to get me uh, to lean in that direction as well, um, or 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 not. If you, if you want to stay in a in a in a you know, in your own echo chamber, your own little bubble, and look at it that way, and you can do the same thing from the right. You go look at Fox News, um, the, these different uh, ones that are on, on the right, and there aren't there are not there aren't as many honestly on the right as there are on the left there's way more on the left than there than there are on the right but they but they do exist on the right so if you were to look at it and go okay i'm gonna like a lot of times i'll see some story and i'll think i, I should repost that and then i look at it and go oh, it's fox news i can't repost that it's bullshit or it's uh you know it's from some other agency so there's there's very few that are down the middle um there's like uh, five or six that are down the middle uh that if you're really trying to look at what they're doing um, they're they're trying to they they don't really have it uh, uh, they're not a they're not activist journalism or you know you could look at a, a journal I, I I heard somebody use the other day the phrase uh, journalism journalism it's all journalism like activism journalists uh, you know so um, it's, it's it's really hard to try to to, to to disseminate between all of all of this and go okay is is any of this did did donnie did, did he think that did he well did i don't say care whether that? or not he did that was an article in vanity fair i don't care whether or not it's true i i find <laughs> it entertaining that's not it's a entertaining yes no, no, yeah. that's a, and and it's almost plausible regardless of whether or not and, right and, right, and, right. And, and and you know so so that's not to me that's i'm reading that in a different way I'm looking at that because I don't need to read that to go like I don't know what the fuck is going on with this guy. Did yeah, COVID yeah. get him? Is it is he is he going toward the level of dementia, but he can still pull it together? What the fuck is going on? Is it all st- uh, just a show, and he's just going to manipulate and 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 just be who he's always been? Because my thinking is okay, the guy gets COVID maybe there's some level of empathy but no after literally getting interviewed by bob woodward and telling him how how brutal this thing is then he gets it and now he's a fucking superhero and he beat the china virus but he didn't call it the china virus he (laughs) referred to it as the coronavirus and he went to school and he learned and then he walks away and says we can't let it rule your life and maybe what he meant was we can't let it rule the life in terms of how we live and what we're doing in america and freedom but that's not how it came across right right so so i what do i do now i'm going like oh he's back he's back i want to check his twitter and sure enough he retweeted he retweeted right if we're going to go with journalism and who they are he retweeted let me fucking find this because i read this and i'm like who the hell is that and 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 it was this woman who was a journalist for the new york post he's tweeted so much and retweeted so much and new york like, post would be i'm looking at the new uh, york post is uh is, is right wing murdoch is right wing, yes. Yeah, it leans right. Daily News leans right. No, the hard right, according to this chart. This is all sides is the name of this company. All sides, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so according to their media bias chart, the only the only uh, agencies that are in the middle would be the Associated Press, Axios, BBC, Christian Science Monitor, which surprises me, uh, NPR. But they're news only. Anything that's not uh, just a straight up news story in NPR would be uh, far left. Uh, but anything that they say is news only is in the center. Reuters, they say is center. I would argue with that a little bit. Real Clear Politics, center. The Hill, USA Today, and Wall Street Journal, but news only um, would would be center. Anything else would be either hard left or hard right. That you'd be, well, hardish anyway. I finally. By the way, I just scrolled through his Twitter feed. I'm like, two hours ago, two hours ago, two hours ago. I just scrolling fast, and I'm losing my fucking mind. And I finally got to October 5th yesterday. <laughs> don't know how many hours ago this was, but I feel like I read it last night, less than 24 hours ago. And here's what it says. It has Donald Trump, ellipses, invincible hero who not only survived every dirty trick the Democrats threw at him, but the Chinese virus as well. He will show <laughs> He will show America we no longer have to be afraid. At Miranda Devine, at New York Post, thank you, Miranda, was over until the plague came in from China. We'll win anyway. And then I click on Miranda Devine and her pr- Twitter profile, journalist, wife, mother, dog owner, reformed mathematician, sci-fi nut, truth teller, New York Post, and Sydney Daily Telegraph. And I'm like, who is this woman? Where is she from? And what the fu- Oh, my God. It's like, 
it's it's and I didn't read the original her original thing, but I'm like, okay, but she's listed as a journalist. Where did she write that? Was it for an article? Because if she's a journalist, it's that's you know what I mean. So I will say well, she's writing Rachel probably Maddow for New York Post, is not yeah. a journalist. She really, you know what I'm saying? Like she may have been at one point, but right now I don't see her. You know, it's a fine line, right? Um, it's not uh, even Sean, that fine. Sean She's Hannity is not a journalist. No, no, neither, you know, no. They're, Bill O'Reilly, yeah. they they may have been at one time, but now they are not. So anyway, it's so. But this is what we're looking at right now. I've never looked at Biden's Twitter feed because I don't know that he uses it. I'm not sure if he has or how they use it but i would prefer right now that that our presidents have someone else dealing with their that they act presidential right like if he's really good at make-believe pretend to be the president but not and also don't pretend to be the president for just half the country you know and i'm you know he's so extreme about that you know he is. He is, for sure. You know, I, I mean, how does a sitting president of the United States not use the words to say that he's against white supremacy? <laughs> Seriously, how the <laughs> fuck does he not? You, 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 like, what? He, he, yes, I, I, I would agree 100%, but I, I would also say, because I listen to that whole thing, and I, and I, I, um, I don't give a fuck about either one of these guys, to tell you the truth. Uh, but um, I would also say that Biden had the chance during that thing to um, to clearly um, uh, clearly express uh, a negative uh, opinion about the uh, about the uh, um, not the fucking Proud Boys. What's the what's the left version of that? Um, the uh, Antifa. Antifa. Yeah, they asked him about Antifa, and he said, "Oh, it's not an organization." Oh, fuck! Go fuck yourself. It's you know fucking good and well who they are. You had you had your chance, Joe Biden, to say fuck Antifa, and he didn't do that either. He had his chance to say fuck the Proud Boys, and uh, I am uh, completely opposed to white supremacy, and and uh, didn't do that. Neither one of them did. Um, they're both fucking ops. Uh, yeah. And I, it's just this is like this for me. This is just like this thing where I'm, I'm I'm forced to plug my nose and vote for one of these two, and I'm just disgusted with. With with uh, Democrats and the Republicans both for bringing me these two horseshit candidates, um, I had this conversation with a friend of mine who's a hardcore um, uh, guy on the left, and you know he's like, "Oh, you're one of those guys. You you just you just want to you just want to say sh- you know talk shit about about both candidates, so you don't have, you have to get blamed for making the decision." That's not it at all. Go fuck yourself as well. I would be I would happily support a candidate that showed me. Uh, some level of what you're talking about the idea that I he can be he can be presidential he can be uh, somebody that uh, be somewhat reasonable or rational or well at least he gives me a feeling that that uh, I, I I can um, that he's going to say things on a national on a national stage that's either reassuring or tries to pull pull uh, whether it's even tongue in cheek whether they totally believe it or not at least he's they they say things that try to pull the country together in some fashion now a lot of times like I said those are tongue in cheek because Joe Biden may say that uh, and he may um, maybe sort of even believe that he's going to pull the country together uh, while knowing fully good and well that when he gets uh, the chance he's going to do whatever he can to, to fuck the other side and that's politics i get that um but if you give uh, a good he's speech been in the game long enough that yes. i don't necessarily think he would do that he'd be fighting against his own party more you know what oh, he's like got a, he's got a fight within his own party for no, no, sure he's got a huge fight with his own party right and so that, he, yeah yeah so th- i think that's a bigger problem for him but but i i i think that he's been he's been he's been in it long enough to remember the time 49 uh, years Tip O'Neill, right? No, whatever. Forty-seven. Oh, yeah. fuck's sake! And and also and also, you know what? Trump is a piece of shit about the Hunter thing. About I, I what, what did he say about his son that died? Oh after yeah. the one that served there. He said, "I don't know him." The one. You know that, what I mean? There's one that him? died of cancer, and then who the died other of one, cancer after yeah. fighting in the war, who lost his son. The whole fucking thing. Because for Trump yeah. not to to really not know, by and I'm not saying. Biden's the best, and he's a great and a good politician. And for God fucking sake, next time can we have two candidates that are under the age of seventy? I don't want to be a fucking agent, ageist, but seriously, 
No, I think that's... 77? No, I think that's fair. I think if we have, uh, and I was talking with somebody about this recently, if we have the, if we have this, uh, and I know that it's the Constitution, so we're not going to, we don't have much luck at at ever changing anything constitutionally. Um, That's just not going to happen. But the the idea that if if you got to be 35 to be president, why can't there be a stipulation that you shouldn't be... Tooled. And and honestly, and it's not just because of the, the where we're leaning with the Supreme Court right now. Right. It's a lifetime seat. A lifetime seat. I don't care how who you were at 35, 45, whatever, is not who you are at 87. And I'm not saying that Ruth Bader Ginsburg wasn't right up there in her mind and, and healthy and active right, and right, before right. the you know the third cancer. But I'm just saying you got you gotta really think about that. What she had- happens if? She had the chance, and well, she had the chance to step down when when Obama was president. Should have she clearly should have when Obama was was still president, and she was still let's face it, old as fuck. Then she could have then at that point said, "I'm going to step down, let Obama and he replace could have appointed me." Someone younger, and somebody younger would have came along. But her fucking pride and her vanity and her whatever for whatever fucking reason, she didn't do it. So uh, let's let's just be honest. You know, it, listen, she she could have done what was right back then, but she chose not to. And she thought, "I'll hang on and I'll try to outlive everybody." And that shit didn't work out. And um, I, I'm not saying um, that. I guess I feel like when the last election, when they were saying, let's, you know, you have to wait, and they did. Um, you know, we had the, the the guys that were saying, you know, the Republicans are saying you have to wait, and now they're saying, no, fuck you, we're not going to wait. Um, is that disingenuous? Is that, uh, you know, somebody that's... It uh, seems to be. It seems it, to be a little bit. It is. Bit. It I is. Mean, it, it is. I mean, it seems to be political. And, you know, to, to point the finger and say that the Democrats are political, it seems like it is. Again, it, and, it and is. then to rush it under these circumstances, and now with a, a, a bit of an outbreak in the White House, to... To still try to go like it, it's again and 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 then the democrats are going to be on the other side playing that it's well now you can't do this because of this outbreak and again it's like it's not ideal and none yeah. of it's ideal and, well, and the 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 problems that biden's got you got moving forward uh you know even if he wins is is the idea that uh the 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 uh AOC Bernie Sanders uh, side of the the party that um, really got kind of fucked around a couple times. They got during certainly during the the uh, Hillary uh, thing when when they uh, did the superdelegates and and uh, completely fucked Bernie. And then the second time around, you've got um, a large faction of the party that prevented. Okay, so in in my ideal world, I would have liked to have had them build up somebody other than Biden and and made that person um, a Canada that we could all get behind and believe in and that who who could that have been possibly I don't know would it have been a uh, somebody younger or somebody from a governor you know I don't know, like a Hinken looper or or somebody or, or they you know they tried to do the um, the uh, uh, you know various people we we, we had be, you know Beto Beto whatever the fuck his name was and we had Oprah Winfrey Mayor, Oprah Winfrey yes, Mayor, Mayor Pete or somebody but they could have where they had this ramp available where they could have built somebody up the way they did with Barack Obama where there was a long period of time where there was a get to know you here's who he is here's why you should be excited about him let's get him out on the on the on the stump and let's get him in front of people and speaking and and let's get the country excited about him they couldn't do that because of the Bernie factor and so you had this whole Bernie faction, which was re- they were really organized and were were um, you know they did a really good job of doing what they were trying to do, and but they split the party, and so the idea that they could take somebody else and build them up, they didn't have the time or the ability to do that because the party is split in 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 two different factions that really don't like each other in a major way. So for me to get my candidate, that's not the Bernie guy. Um, that I could have got excited about, whoever that was, or could have been, there was not enough time to do that. So <laughs> we end up getting, you know, the the the, the general public, you know, the 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 people that are um, not 
really the 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 biggest group in, in America is this non this this voting block that that's not really Democrats. They're centrists. They're not really Republicans. They just are waiting for something that uh, they can get behind a little bit and and, uh, and believe in, which is where where Barack Obama had uh, a lot of his support was from people that weren't um, you know a, a hardcore Republican or a hardcore Democrat. There was this voting block in the middle. That didn't exist, and it, and it's not it's not it's not out there. So, this is what we're left with. And uh, so, oh, he's it, Biden's got Biden's got a lot of people in his own party that are looking at him, and the they see him as the best thing that could happen. Quite frankly, is that they could let him get sworn in and lower his ass into the grave as quickly as possible and move on. And that's sad because. The rest Nobody of us are stuck with that, it. Though. They Nobody don't say it out loud, but that's what they're thinking. I, I, you can't convince me that's not what they're thinking. I, I don't believe it for a minute. Uh, you know that uh, there's there's not a huge faction. Just like Trump getting COVID, I saw all these posts where people are like, "Oh, I hope he gets well." And I, Fuck. No, you're not. Well, very few people do, but uh, those who are not wishing him well or wishing that he dies are getting pulled off right. of uh, Facebook and Twitter, so they can't say it. Yeah, and, you know, no, I mean, you're, I mean, he's the president. You, you can't you wish him dead it. for you can't wish him dead for almost four years and then uh, and then expect everybody to go. Okay, now now you're quick re- oh, I'm speedy recovery i wish you speedy <laughs> no, you, <Yeah>. come on <laughs> i know you can't say it out loud but uh because yeah you'll get kicked off but because that's uh, this you know cancel culture bullshit we've got going on let's burn some books and and uh, whatnot but um so, <sighs> here's what i'm hoping with the supreme court uh justice uh the the nominee um, get 40 of them. amy 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 she's younger than i am Amy she is. Coney 40, Barrett. 40, she's got 17 five. children. 17. Yeah. No, she's got seven. <laughs> she has seven children. I think five biological and two, two adopted. foster adopted. I'm not black sure. Kids. I don't makes know. Her I don't racist because she's a black. She's adopted black kids. <laughs> um, that's just According Hollywood. That's people. only Hollywood. I don't know who says that. Who makes that racist? Oh, that's the, if you the Twitteratis or there's there's a, yeah. um, a I don't know who it is, but it's. Um, so, so there, I, there are people that are saying that you know because she's she's trying to okay. you know yeah, every whatever. every time I think in my head of Amy Coney Barrett yeah. I think of Bon Iver. I don't know why I'm like <laughs> Bon Iver. Amy Coney bon Iver. skinny love uh, the Supreme Court <laughs> Justice Justin Vernon Bon Iver. he's from Wisconsin I don't know where he's from he he is uh, from Wisconsin is bon he, really? I don't he is know. yes he is um, so anyway whatever his name so, is what's his real name. Uh, Justin Vernon. Justin, Justin Vernon. Vernon. Yeah. So so. <laughs> um, anyway, so Amy Coney Barrett. Okay, uh, I googled her name. Just I wrote Coney Barrett, spelled it with a K, even though it's spelled C O N E Y. I spelled Barrett correctly, and boom, Amy Coney Barrett, United States federal judge. And then the top stories: Washington Post. Amy Coney Barrett served as a handmaid in Christian groups. Yes, of she's got some and weird. <laughs> Some weird so, Catholic thing that she's involved yeah. with, some some uh, Boston College, yeah. Yeah. some Boston College group she's been hanging around with. <laughs> the Guardian revealed Amy Coney Barrett lived in home of secretive Christian group's co-founder. And then Business Insider, Rose Garden Ceremony for Barrett was likely coronavirus super spread event, Business Insider. And then here are Fox News, and this is the one that will bring me back. Trump says it'll be fast and easy to confirm Amy Coney Barrett. And that was one hour ago. That's when Fox News played. So I guess Trump is all over Oh, that. she's in. She's in for so, sure. So here's yeah. the thing. I hope, I hope it happens. She yeah. gets confirmed. And we, we expect that we are not going to have a, a, election results on the 4th or even the 5th or whatever. Right. I hope that it has to go to the Supreme Court. And she I gets hope to the vote. majority Supreme Court votes in favor of Biden because of the rule of law, because they look at it, and that's what I... That would be the it karma. Could be, could that's be. The, I don't want the coronavirus karma. That's the karma <laughs> I want. That's the, because he does not have respect for the law. No, and that could not. happen. And I think she, I think actually for for the detractors that exist with her, uh, from what I've seen, uh, and you know, you never know, but um, it seems like that's the direction uh, that she's probably voted towards. And she's made these statements that, okay, um, she, we all know who she is, that she's you know, this uh, super Catholic and she's... Um, you know she's a Catholic in good standing, unlike Joe Biden, who's uh, heard over the weekend uh, that some um, somebody in the Catholic Church said, um, "Joe, you might say you're Catholic, but uh, no, you're not." Um, 
So, um, but by the way, that's exactly why I hated being a Catholic. Oh, it's, it's, it's the way it bullshit. is. Yeah, I, mean, I, no, I, I, I was I raised Catholic, so yeah. Then I'm out. I, I was telling my 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 uh, my wife and her father, who's a Presbyterian uh, minister. Uh, you know, I said that neither Joe Biden nor Nancy Pelosi, uh, by the rule of law in the Catholic Church, neither one of those are in good. Are in, they're, they're, you know, they may say they're Catholics. I, when I and I heard this NPR thing where they were they were. Um, they were saying they were talking about her Catholic faith, and they were saying, "Well, she's Catholic, but Joe Biden's Catholic, and 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 so is Nancy Pelosi." And I was like, "No, they're actually they're not." Um, by because I was raised in you know I was raised in the church, I went to Catholic school, and all of that. And if you look at actual Catholic rule of law, both of those two would be would be out in their ear. Uh, they may say they're Catholic, but I guarantee you if you get the right priest, Hold they're on. not. They're not getting. They're not. Sorry. They're not eligible to receive Holy uh, Communion uh, and uh, receive, you know, all, uh, all of that stuff. Uh, now, how many? How many Catholic presidents have we had? One. One. A total yeah. of one. Who was he? John F. Kennedy. John right. JFK. Yeah. Right. And right. look at and, him. And, <laughs> what he and, was. And all that. And and do you know what the Ten Commandments? Can I recite them? Not all of them, but do you know any of them? Sure. Yeah. The one that's repeated twice. There's one repeated to all. There's uh, kinda. Uh, it's like it's they coveting, coveting, uh, coveting, the coveting neighbor's your wife neighbor's wife and, and, and adultery. adultery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did JFK do? I don't know about coveting a neighbor's wife, but probably coveted a lot of adultered with her. You know what I saw was does a, that make okay. him not a Catholic? Weird story. Okay, so JFK, and and this is going off in a completely new direction, uh, which drives my wife crazy when I do this. But I'm fine I'm, with it. I I'm like gonna, it. I'm going to do it anyway. So. Um, uh, okay, there, we've all seen Law and Order. There's an actress on Law and Order named Marissa Hargitay. Hargitay. So her, her mother was uh, Jane Mansfield, um, who was a. She was. Yes, yes, that was her mother. So um, How Jane. How old is Marissa Hargitay? Yes. Um, Jane Mansfield uh, was uh, like um, basically the closest thing to Marilyn Monroe uh, in that in that era. She was this um, just this beautiful woman, uh, and uh, she was also she she had been married. She had kids. She had Maris, Mariska Mariska. Is that how you say it? Mariska Hargaday. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. She. Uh, was was rumored there there's basically there's no doubt uh, apparently that um, both Bobby and John F Kennedy were both banging her the way the way it sounded mm-hmm. and as well as you know they both were uh, with Marilyn Monroe Monroe the same thing happened there but Mariska Hargitay's mother Jane Mansfield was in a car accident and uh, mm-hmm. died in a car accident Mariska Hargitay was in the car uh, when the accident occurred, she and her three, uh, she and her, I think a brother and sister were in the back seat of a car. Uh, her mother and a driver, a 20-year-old driver that they had hired, and, and the manager were in the front seat of this vehicle, which, uh, in the middle of the night, driving towards New Orleans, uh, going towards uh, some sort of a uh, paid speaking engagement thing that she mm-hmm. was doing to promote something, uh, they ran into the back of a semi truck, tore the top of the vehicle off. This this vehicle, this Buick Electra 225 that they were in, still is available in the world for you to go take a look at. There's there's a uh, there's a museum, uh, and I don't can't tell you exactly where it's at, but somebody bought the vehicle after the accident because there was a rumor that. Jane Mansfield had got her head cut off in the accident. Well, apparently she didn't have her head cut off, but there was a wig that she was wearing, a blonde wig that was uh, photographed in the wreckage, and it was kind of bloody, and it looked, uh, if you really squinted, and that was old black and white photography in the, in the uh, I guess, early 60s. Uh, everything looks you know, different in, in, in that environment, and it, it looked like a, a could, have, could, have, could have been a severed head. So anyway, some guy bought the car, and the car you can. There's a museum somewhere you can go s- still see Mariska Hargitay's mother's death yeah. machine. Yes, it's still uh, out there. Yeah, I have it here. I have the info here. The death car, if Wikipedia is correct, the death car was saved by a private collector in Florida, where it became a roadside attraction in the 1970s. As of 2019, the car is owned by Scott Michaels and is housed and shown at his dearly departed Tours and Artifact Museum in Los Angeles. California, across from Hollywood Forever Cemetery. How how gross! How how disgusting is that? 
But yes, that was that yeah. was our, our that was our Catholic president. That was our our guy that was re- renowned and revered as a Irish Catholic. His father, though, was a bootlegging, um, gun running, basically mobster. They got all their money from uh, illegal deeds. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and uh um but nonetheless were they were uh, held up as uh like my in my family my mother had pictures of both bobby and john f kennedy uh somewhere in the house until the day she died she had framed photos of both of them they were because they were catholic and they were young and they were handsome they're very they were handsome they're, it was handsome good boys good catholic boys camelot they that that was as close yeah, as sure, sure as we had to camelot in the united states uh, at that point yeah and they, um, in all likelihood, their their hubris is what uh, killed both of them, and to some degree, certainly John, and maybe more than Bobby. Bobby got killed for uh, just kind of a crazy guy, but um, John and um, you know he had done so much to uh, to anger either the um, you know who knows. I, I my my theory on that is that it, you know, it was a it was definitely a, a teamster you know related mob sort of hit thing, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, don't know. I didn't know. You know, I I didn't know that Mariska Hargitay's mom was Jane Jane Mansfield, and that's wild because, well, James Man- Mansfield was born in 1933, Mariska Hargitay was in in 1964. But it just seems so odd that someone in their 50s, their mom was. You know, it's just like isn't it? Like, because she feels to me, Jane's Ma- Jane Mansfield feels like she's from a totally different time. Totally. Like I feel, I, yeah. I, 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 and I guess I feel like. Over the last twenty years or so, we've gone through so many different, like who, like people, kids don't even know who you know actors were from like eighties TV shows for the most part. Pee Wee you know? Herman, they don't, they don't appreciate Pee Wee Herman anymore. <laughs> but I'm not even, ta- and I'm not even talking about you know like Perry Mason, you know what's his name, Raymond Burr, or or. Uh, uh, who's the other uh, Matlock? What's his name? Uh, the guy Andy Griffith. <laughs> Andy right? Griffith. I'm talking about like uh, you know Ted Danson. Although they do know Ted Danson because he's on The Good Place, and they might know him. But again, it's so weird to see. Even recently, I was looking. I looked up Working Girl, the movie Working Girl. Jo- John Cusack was on Mark Maron's podcast, right? So right, I looked right. up his sister, and his sister is probably around I don't know uh, fifty five. 50, no, about 58 or so. And, is she? and he's okay. like 50. He was born like 64. He's like about 56 or whatever it is. And and I was like, so I looked it up and I was like, holy shit, when that movie Working Girl was made in 1980, it was came out in 88, made in yeah. 1987, where it was Melanie Griffith playing a, a, a woman from Staten Island who, with a thick New York accent, and she would take the ferry into Manhattan and, and Harrison Ford. And it was like, Melanie Griffith was maybe in her early 30s. Joan Cusack was only like twenty five, and 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 Harrison Ford was like forty five, right? And it's like holy shit, he's like seventy seven now. Don't do the math, okay, Matthew yeah. Cunningham, because I was probably off a little bit, you know, a little bit, but yeah, but, close, but yeah. you know, my point is like, like I was just thinking about it, and I'm like, holy shit, Harrison Ford was younger than me in that movie. You know what I mean? Like younger than I am now in that movie. And I'm and I have no sense of watching a movie like that or him at that time and even conceiving of of an age. And now I look at him and it's like he's you know six seven years older than my dad. He's got white hair, the white beard. He still has that dumb earring. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just such a weird thing. It's just this whole aging thing and of watching others. You know, like Eddie Van Halen died today. Eddie fucking he was Van 65. Halen. God damn. And yeah. he he did look older than fucking uh, Sammy Hagar and 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 uh, Night Flight. Remember Night Flight that used to be on? They would play like cool stuff in like the eighties. It was like on TBS or something. And they have a, a, an Instagram account, and they were playing a black and white video of Eddie Van Halen playing guitar, and I didn't recognize it. And I saw this guy in, it and it was Eddie, it was Sammy Hagar, and I was like, Sammy Hagar had that big smile and those white teeth, yes. smile, and he was pretty. He was pretty fit too. He still looks know? great. He still looks I know, great. I mean, it's uh, he's. I think he's. We went over this. He's like almost like Trump's. He's like Trump's age. He is Trump's age, and he looks what the great. Fuck? Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, he put on a little bit of tequila weight in the face, you know. But you know, for that age, That's he looks a good pretty, life. pretty yeah. good. So somebody was saying today on on I, I saw uh, I, I don't think that is this true uh, they're talking about Eddie Van Halen did he play the lead in Michael Jackson's Beat It that was yeah, it. yeah. What, that was him oh yeah 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 you okay 
I, I guess I. I, okay. yeah, I think he did that. I, I no. I I don't think that was made up. I, okay. I remember that. All right, I, mean, I just googled from, it. Like, I guess recently. it is true. I read a long time. I, I'm pretty sure it is. So he, he did. He played the lead and beat it. All yeah, right. yeah. All right. I, I mean, I did, I don't doubt it because it sounds like him. But I thought I was for some reason I was thinking that, and maybe when Michael Jackson, I guess I'm remembering Michael Jackson going out on tour, and they got didn't they get some kid that was kind of like looked like Eddie Van Halen to to tour with him for a while? I think so. I think there was I, no. I think I'm getting confused right now yeah. uh, with the Hot for Teacher video where they were like in school and they right. were like little kid dressed as Eddie Van Halen. Have with you seen Junior's grades? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, and then. Uh, so, so we, we you you mentioned the uh, the John Cusack thing. I, I got to say, if if uh, if you've not watched, uh, it's Amazon Prime original yeah, series okay. that is been, I think it got released like last week. It's called Utopia. Mm-hmm. It's got John Cusack and Rain Wilson are, are both in it, uh, and uh, oh, man, it's so good. It's just it's uh, it's very dark, very uh, it's. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's it's really good. It's 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 comic book sort of uh, based a little bit. So there's 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 uh, there's an element about um, the you know people that are really into the comic book type type of people, the people that would go to a, a you know a, a, a comic con type uh, you know um, convention type thing. Um, yeah, it's 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 and it's got kind of like a QAnon sort of and I didn't know it okay I didn't really I didn't fully even really understand what QAnon was until like a week ago during this last week I thought all right I got to educate myself about this and figure out what they're talking about and uh, but it's it's got all these uh, sort of conspiracy theory um it's got a real strong tie-in with what's going on now with with uh with viruses and uh, the world ending not that the world is ending don't get me wrong. The world is no. Not it's ending. just beginning. It's just getting started. This you is think America was great. Gonna get greater. <laughs> gonna get greater. Colin, mark my words. Gonna get greater. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.